Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm talking to coaches about how to break the negative thinking habit on your team. And this is going to be a really actionable episode. I'm actually going to give you four exercises that you can do with your team this week. You don't have to do all four, but you can space them out and maybe have a little mental toughness training session each week for the next month that can help to break that negativity. So I'm giving you four actual exercises that you can use with your team to help them think like champions and break that negativity. Welcome to the Perform Happy Podcast, where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hey, everybody. I am Coach Rebecca Smith, and today I'm talking to the coaches. So if you are a coach who is on the same train as me, wanting to shift the culture of youth sports, wanting to put humans first and results second, then please join us in our private Facebook group, and it's called Gymnastics Coaches Who Put results. Wait, humans first, results second. That's one of the core values at Complete Performance Coaching is that we put humans first. And then the really cool thing is that when you put humans first, you get happier athletes who actually get better results. But you can't be aiming for those great results before you are you know, growing these amazing, incredible humans who work well together, who are coachable, who are kind, who are happy, who are enthusiastic and passionate. So That's what I want to help create is um, getting away from this emphasis on winning at all costs to humans who are only going to do their sport for so long, who can then thrive in not only sport, but life as well. So today I'm going to answer a question from one of the coaches in our private Facebook group who was talking about the negative thinking on her team and how do you address the negativity? So I've heard, you know, I'm a fly on the wall in a lot of sort of gymnastics Facebook groups. And I remember a little while back, one of the moms was like talking about how there was this kid, her kid had a, you know, was freezing up and getting afraid. And she's like, don't say can't, we don't say can't in this house. We stay positive. And I'm like, that's actually toxic positivity when you're like, nope, we don't, we don't go negative. When really this girl is struggling and suffering, she's actually feeling like she cannot go backwards. Her body isn't doing what she wants it to do. And mom's like, don't say can't. Like, that's not the solution. So I want to talk about how to break that habit of just like kind of saying can't or being negative or like, oh, I hate this event or oh, I'm so bad at this. And then also, you know, how you can support athletes in this place. So first thing I want to mention is that negativity is a habit. Negative thinking is a habit that is, it's very natural for humans to be negative. Part of our survival instinct comes from being hyper aware of our weaknesses. If you are a terrible runner and you are being chased by something very fast, you know, okay, running is not my strong suit. I'm going to need to hide or I'm going to need to swim or I'm going to need to outsmart or you know if you, if running is your strength then you go to that if that's your weakness then you need to be very aware of that so it's actually quite important that we are aware of things we're not good at for our survival the problem is that we become so good at being aware of our weaknesses that it's all we see you know you walk by a mirror you're like ugh that flaw you you know coaches you look at a a 90% correct 
execution of a skill and you're like, ugh, that needs to be better. You know, like we are tuned in to what's not right. So it's very normal that there would be, even in a very well-meaning team, a lot of negativity, a lot of hyper-focus on what's wrong instead of what's right. So then there's the, it gets compounded by the contagious nature of negativity. You know, if you're hanging out with somebody who's like, oh, I hate beam. You're like, yeah, me too. Especially young, young athletes who are in the adolescent to teenage age range. They want to fit in. They want to be like me too. Oh, I love that movie too. Or, oh, I love that ice cream place too. They want to, they want to fit in. So if one person is being negative, it's really easy to have the whole group kind of like, go, oh, us too. We're all the same, which gives them this feeling of belonging, but it really undermines training because then you have all these people who are like, we hate beam. We hate this skill. We hate this drill. So I'm going to give you four exercises that you can actually take and do with your team so that you can start to shift that negativity. And with any mental skills that I teach, it's always critical that you you repeat them. So this is not going to be like a you spend 5 minutes with your team and then they have this little like aha and then everything's different. I mean there is some level of that once people get an awareness, they're like, "Oh, I didn't realize how negative I was and oh, I didn't realize how much this was affecting me." But you have to make a commitment yourself. You, the coach, you sent the context. So if you're negative and you're walking in like, oh, I do not want to be here today. That's what's going to be vibing off of you. That's what's going to be rippling through your team. So you have to make a consistent effort to show up with more positive than negative, to be aware of your own thinking. And you got to set it up so that you're doing these things regularly so that the team can actually start to make shifts over time. Okay, so the first exercise that I'm actually going to have you do if you're in a place where you're not driving or you're like, you can like sit and kind of close your eyes and focus. I want you to come up with your most common negative thought. So what is that thought that when you're not even thinking about it, it just pops into your head? You know, for some people, it's like, oh, I'm so tired. Or like my husband every morning, oh, I didn't sleep well. <laughs> every single morning, I'm like, well, maybe like... That is your version of sleeping well, if that's all there is. But anyway, what's that one negative thought? Um, I'm not good enough. This is too hard. I can't come up with whatever, whatever comes to mind of like, yeah, that's a thought that I think often. Okay. And then I want you to spend 20 seconds with that thought. And I do this with my athletes in the Perform Happy community. I do this when I do group trainings because it's a really great exercise just to create awareness. So take that thought. And for 20 seconds, I want you to close your eyes and think that thought over and over and over. Okay, ready? Get set, go. So you're thinking that negative thought to yourself. Notice how it feels. Notice if it feels natural, if it feels normal to think that way. Notice if it feels uncomfortable or bad. And stop. Okay, now what what typically happens is that, you know, especially if I do this in a room full of athletes, I see them sort of shrink. They all kind of cave in as they think this thought. It's usually like, I can't, I can't do it. It's too hard. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. They just shrink. Their energy starts to like drain out of them and they're bummed out. Their affect changes. Their body language changes. Their energy goes down. 
and they feel bad. They feel bummed out. And so then I point out, okay, that was 20 seconds of just thinking for 20 seconds and it completely changed your energy level. So if you were getting up on a beam, getting ready to do your, your hardest skill and you felt like that, would that be ideal? No. And that's typically when those thoughts will come up. It's like, I can't do it. And then you're trying to do a, a you know, handspring series with that amount of energy. That's not safe. It's not ideal. And then it creates this downward spiral of confidence where you're like, oh, that's hard. And I don't, I'm not good at this. And, you know, et cetera. So then all the negative thoughts bring you down, 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 down. And then you're like, this is a bad day. I don't know what's wrong. When really, what was the first domino in the domino effect? That one thought that comes to you naturally because we're supposed to be negative in order to stay alive. So it's just like this thing that you're like, why did I have this bad day? I'm not sure. But it's it's always that thought that starts. The thought is the first thing that starts a fear. The thought is the first thing that starts the, the negative, you know, that confidence reduction, so to speak. Okay. So that's the first thing you can do is just be like, ew, guys, that didn't feel good. Do we want to be thinking that way regularly? No, we don't. Okay. Then the second exercise that I like to do kind of, you can either do it in conjunction with the first exercise or separately. You want to actually have them get out a piece of paper and write down their common negative thought. Write down like three to five thoughts. So you've got, I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm scared. My coach doesn't like me. Whatever, however many thoughts they can come up with, just have them like dump them all on the page. Sometimes we leave it at that where I'm just like, okay, you got it all out. Now we're going to crumble it up and we are going to chuck it (laughs) and we're going to let it go. And we're not going to think those thoughts anymore. You know, like clean slate. Okay. Then another version of that is taking that list and then neutralizing it. So you've got your negative thoughts on one side. And then instead of trying to jump all the way to positive, which can be very challenging for kids who are very rooted in negativity. Like if we were to go switch, I can't, to, I can like, oh, I can do that back, that back handspring series. Well, then they're going to be like, no, I can't. That's a lie. And then they start sort of like having an internal battle with themselves. Hello, dog. You guys hear my dog freaking out in the other room? That's fun. I'll go handle her in a minute. Hopefully she will calm down in a minute. But anyway, this is an exercise in focus for me. So you take those negative thoughts and instead of shifting all the way to positive, which creates this internal battle, you actually just shift them to neutral. So if you have a a thought that's, I can't, you might go to, I've done it before. So you might not feel like I can today, but you can look back at the facts, the facts that you cannot argue with and go, I've done this before, or my coach thinks I can, or my body is getting stronger, or I can do it on the low beam. So you want to take all of the judgments out and just rely on facts. What are the actual facts that you cannot argue with? I have legs. Sometimes I can breathe. I am okay. It doesn't have to be like, I feel amazing, but you're getting yourself to that neutral place. So that the negativity just takes all that energy out of it. So at this point, once they've neutralized their thoughts, I actually will bring them back and have them feel that neutral thought. Okay, so let's say you take your negative thought, you've neutralized it, you go from I can't to I can do it on the low beam. So then you're, I have them do it again where you do 20 seconds of just like closing your eyes and feeling that thought, I can do it on the low beam, I can do it on the low beam. You do it for 20 seconds. And then I check in with them and I go, how do you feel? And they're like, 
fine. I feel fine. You know, maybe you don't feel like a superhero, but you feel kind of lighter. You've not caved in. You've uncaved. You feel like, okay, there's some hope. Some people feel great. Some people, they feel so normal with the negative thought that it actually feels uncomfortable to go to the neutral. So there's a lot of different elements of awareness that a a different athlete can find from that exercise. So then what I love to do, I love a good like crumble up and chuck. So you take those negative thoughts and you crumble them up and you throw them away and you're left with that list of neutral thoughts. So you're not looking at the negatives anymore. You're only left with this list of neutrals. I can do it on the low beam. My coach thinks I can do it. I love gymnastics. You know, whatever, whatever those neutral thoughts are, I can take a deep breath. It's just one day. I can do anything for 10 minutes. You know, whatever your list is left with. And you post that where you can see it. And you read those thoughts to yourself multiple times a day. So maybe every single one of your athletes posts their little list of neutral thoughts on their locker. And everybody, each time they go to get their grips, they're reading it. Each time they put their grips back, they're reading it. If there's some kind of way that you can post these so that they're constantly seeing them at least once or twice per practice, they start to get those thoughts worked into their subconscious so that then those become the knee-jerk reaction thoughts over time. So then once the athletes have had an opportunity to do that exercise, when you hear a negative and you can all hold each other accountable as long as there's sort of like a social contract in place that you agree, like, all right, are we willing to try to find neutral together? Yes or no? Raise your hand. And then we're like, yes, we are. And then anytime somebody hears a negative thought, we neutralize. Okay. So you can come up with some kind of a cue, like turn it around, neutralize it. What's a better thought, you know, and and like have a cue that your team uses, like, or you can just be like butterfly, whatever, just so that you have like an inside thing where you're like, oh, time to neutralize it. So if they're like, I can't do it, then you're like, neutralize it. And they're like, I can do it with a spot or I haven't done it yet, you know, so that they're, they're shifting to that. And then you want to repeat that a couple of times, two or three times. If you go from, I can't to, I can do it on the low beam. If they're like, I can't do it. You're like, neutralize it. They're like, I can do it on the low beam. I can do it on the low beam. I can do it on the low beam. And they get up and they go. And so that way you're starting to outnumber the negative thoughts with the neutral and you're starting to allow that energy to start flowing again. And so they're not shutting down on you. Then the final exercise that's, I would say, more of an advanced technique, which is it's something that people talk about all the time, but this is one you don't want to dive into until you've already got a good grasp on neutral is that you start moving them into the positive. Okay, this is people are like, write an affirmation, say, I can do it. Like that mom who's like, you can do it. We don't say can't. You have to have a foundation first of awareness and some, you know, like experience around, hey, neutral thoughts feel better and work better. They have to be bought in before they're going to be able to be positive. Then maybe a month later, everyone comes together, they sit down, they write out all of their affirmations. Like, who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? And they write out all the thoughts that they wish they could have if they were a really positive person. So they'll say things like, I have an amazing series on beam. I am an Olympian. I'm hardworking. I love myself. You know, they go all the way to the positive, which for a lot of athletes, they're going to feel awkward. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like those are not my thoughts. Those are not my words. But you write out that list and you put it on their lockers and they're seeing it over and over and over and it's starting to sink in. They're going to start to believe it the more that they see it. So the keys. With any of those exercises or any variation, repetition, reminders, consistency. 
So you want them to see it. We want them to hear it. We want to remind them. We want to talk about it. We want to check in. We want to have it be a very specific, like this month we are working on turning our thoughts to neutral. This month we're working on getting our thoughts to positive. And that way you can start to like really have that conversation permeate every single workout, have every coach on board, have everybody in on it so that that way you can start to shift the culture and start to teach these kids that thinking better makes you perform better. And then they're going to be bought in and then they're going to do it. You got to do your part first. So start with neutralizing your own thoughts and then come up with a way to apply this to your athletes. So if you are, if you've hung in here with me through my dog barking, (laughs) um, I want you to tell me in the comments below, what are you committed to doing? Maybe it's a five-minute team meeting. Maybe you're going to actually do the neutralizing negativity experience. Maybe you're going to post some affirmations. I want you to tell me what, how are you going to apply this to your team in the next week or so so you can start making these shifts among your athletes. All right. Thank you so much for joining me and I will be back soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the perform happy podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.